right, there we go. Craig, Craig is in the building here, bro. Alright, man. So on this this quick little B roll, dog, I wanna talk to you about classics here for a second, alright? Alright. I feel like in this modern era, the term classic gets applied to a lot of things before I think we have the right amount of time to assess it. Mm-hmm. And I, let it age, and let it age properly to become a classic, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so in the spirit of kind of what we're doing on B-Roll here, this is going to be a spinoff of another list with D. Smith. <laughs> I want to ask you some of your personal classics, whether they be movies, TV shows, comic books, music albums, cartoons, whatever, brother. Oh, let's, yeah. let's get into this, man. What are some of your personal classics in culture? Ooh, dang, bro. You, you got to give me a little bit of heads up so I can start. It's, it's, um, it's all off the dome, bro. Uh, all off the dome, uh, bro. Um, damn. <clears throat> um, modern or old school classics or, mo- mo- or what I would perceive to be a modern Pers- classic? Personal, oh, classics. Personal, personal classics. Personal classics, um, man. Damn. Uh damn, Sue. You 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 you, you catch me on the fly for real, for real. Um as far as movies, I would say um Face Off. <laughs> Ooh, John, okay. John Woo, Face Off because I I lo- I love action movies. And that was one of the very first things I got into since I could like talk, walk, and just everything. And mm-hmm. I used to watch so many of them back to back to back to back all the time. Um, so I'll go there. Uh, Bad Boys, the original Bad Boys. Hey. Bad Boys 2 is okay. Hey, so. Bad Boys 2 is okay, but Bad yeah. Boys 1, damn, bro. Seen that at like seven or eight? Okay. It's I like good. this. So, so for the record, because I agree with you on this here. Mm-hmm. For the record, you lean Bad Boys 1 over Bad Boys 2. Hell yeah. I agree with that. And, and um, I think Michael Bay at his finest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to get it. We can get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I won't go I too think, far. I, I ain't going to front. Like, to me, the way I always looked at Bad Boys was, okay, Beverly Hills Cop to me, is the template for the action comedy, urban police kind of mm-hmm. action movie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I always looked at Bad Boys like, what if Axel Foley had a partner who was also Axel Foley? And then you get Bad Boys. But, but a little bit tougher. But a little bit tougher. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. What, mm-hmm. uh, that's fair. A little bit more. I get what you're saying. A little bit more urban. A little bit more street. Because mm-hmm. as good as the first two Beverly Hills Cop movies were, nobody ever would have considered Eddie Murphy to be like street. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, but yeah. So you said. I think both Bad Boys one and two 
are classics, but I like Bad Boys 1 more than I like Bad Boys 2, which is kind of crazy. But yeah, keep cooking, bro. What else we got? Indiana Jones. Okay, um, so... The uh, Raiders, of the, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I agree. In particular. I, I, you, know, you, I agree. You, know, you know, there are very few white dudes that could look cool, genuinely cool and cold-blooded, or generally cool and have swag. Mm-hmm. But that opening scene with Harrison Ford, when he whips his whip out and he comes out of the shadow, like a old, like, you know, um, Steve Dilbert and um, George Lucas, they got, they got that inspiration from the serials they used to watch as kids when they used to go to the movies. In fact, really, a lot of that stuff is stolen from that. Like, Tipple of Doom, that whole scene with the, with the bridge where that's so that's stolen movies and i like the old adventure hero goes to foreign land beats the bad guys and does cool stuff but is still an average joe or average guy hello you well i like Indiana, yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark is a classic, man. And, mm. like, that movie is actually, like, pretty violent, too, man. Like, I, I, I did a little bit of reading into it. Like, that movie... Oh, yeah. that, that, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, bro. You was breaking up a little bit. Oh, shit. Craig tripping, dog. Yo, yo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you broke. You either you or me broke up for a second there. Yeah, shit was fucking up a little bit, man. But okay. yeah, what did you say? say what, no, I, no. I was listening to what you were saying. Um, you you were you were you were going into how violent it was. Well, no, I was just saying like like Raiders of the Lost Ark is a relatively violent movie to be PG thirteen mm-hmm. and like. Yeah, I did a little bit of digging into it, and like that movie and one of the Gremlins movies are part of the reason why PG thirteen exists as an MPAA rating today. You know what I'm saying? And if you look back on it, like there might not be a lot of like um, explicit language, but. Raiders of the Lost Ark is a pretty violent movie, man. If you think about some of the scenes in there, you know what I'm saying? Oh, most definitely, people end up, end up dying in that movie, man. Okay, so oh. Raiders of the Lost Ark is a classic, right? <clears throat> okay, Die. what about... My, hold oh, on, what ahead. about Temple of Doom? Temple of Doom is good. It's not as, it's not as good as Raiders. And um, I think I watched it recently, and it, it, it goes on a little too long. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the uh, well, oh, and the girl and the girl is annoying as hell. <laughs> um, I would say Die Hard, the first Die Hard. Oh man, that is that is what I call one of the most perfect <laughs> movies and setups yeah. ever. With, with especially when it comes to action movies, because a lot of action movies are just. Very loose plots with action so <clears throat> into it. Mm-hmm. Die Hard is a uh, a very tight plot and story written 
while also being an action movie at the same time. And every time I, I watch it, I still think to myself, dang, every scene, every moment, the setup, them getting into the compound, uh, into the building, mm-hmm. them, them setting themselves up, making themselves think they're terrorists when really they're bank, it's a heist. Him like thinking that and believing that he's going to die when he's not. Him jumping off the building, bloody feet, everything. Come on now. I agree with you on that. I agree, man. There ain't really... There is no wasted motion in mm-hmm. terms of what they did in that movie. Zero. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Zero wasted motion. Um, I, I, <laughs> 10 out of 10 is what yes. Die Hard is. Now, just to get your opinion on this long debate about this All movie... Right. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Dang, uh, that's a conflicting one. Yes, but if you ask me personally, I don't believe it to be. It's an action movie that just so happens to take place during Christmas. That's how I look at it. But everyone else would, would say yes. Okay, so why would you say that it's not? Because Christmas doesn't play is is an is an important theme throughout <laughs> as much as much as we want to say. Bro, as much as we want to say. Bro, all right, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Ho ho ho. <laughs> now I have a machine gun with the Christmas lights. What? <laughs> Hey, it, it, it just so happens to take place during Christmas. That's my, that's my opinion on it, bro. Hmm? <laughs> bro, I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I, 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 I don't like to look at the Christmas names. I like to look at it as a guy who just wants to spend time with his kids. And it just so happens to take place <laughs> but bro, during Christmas. Like- if it wasn't Christmas, he wouldn't have been flying from New York to L.A., bro. You win. <laughs> okay, bro. I mean, like, okay. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I can't, you're, you're right, you're right. I, I can't, no, I can't no, fight, I, fight you on that really, realistically. I just don't like to think of it that way. Uh, no, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not here to say that you're wrong, but like mm-hmm. I've come around to kind of buying Die Hard as a Christmas movie, man. You know what okay. I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I think like that's a movie that you could watch from beginning to end. You could watch it. You you could watch it from beginning to end. You could watch it halfway through. You could watch it with five minutes left in it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. Is an all-time great movie villain. Um, Bruce Willis did his thing in that movie. Like, yeah, man. And it's crazy to think that Frank Sinatra was originally yeah. mm-hmm. supposed to play that part, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it, it, it was based off of a book originally. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah. <clears throat> um, next one would probably be T2. One of the very first movies I, I could... Vividly recall watching on VHS at my grandfather's house over mm-hmm. and over and over and over again. That that uh, that chase sequence 
uh, in the um, in the bayou. I mean, not the bayou. What is it called again? Uh, wh- whatever uh, the su- the sewers, the chasing in, in the sewers. Yeah, is, in the L.A. River. Yeah, yeah. I forget. I forget the term out here. We call it the bayou now mm-hmm. in, in in Texas. But that that whole chase sequence, and when he believes he got away from him, and he stops and looks back only to see him bust through that that intersection and he and and just careen down there full speed coming at him come on now and i, okay. I never i never saw a t1 until <clears throat> oh man almost a, de- almost a decade no 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 uh no, no, almost a decade later you. now this almost is a I'm decade gonna, later now, now this is what i'm gonna say though and and mm-hmm. i've i've had some discussions on twitter about this right mm-hmm. terminator 2 was that landmark in terms of special effects yes. and everything like that in 1992 when it came out. Mm-hmm. There's no disputing that. I've seen no. Terminator 2 a lot. And that is an all-time great action movie and in the discussion as one of the greatest sequels that ever ever made, right? <clears throat> I say that to say this. <laughs> I, I say that to say this, bro. For some reason, personally, I've always leaned T1 over T2. <laughs> and, and, and this is why. This is the only reason why. I think I like, I lean more towards the practical effects of T1 as opposed to T2, because while Terminator 2 is a classic, the special effects, which was a major drawing point for that movie in the early 90s, ha- haven't aged very well in terms they haven't of... They have aged that bad, though. Forward. I mean, hey, that's up for debate, man. That's debatable. I, 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 I've, seen, I've seen more. <laughs> I've, seen mo- I've seen modern stuff that's worse. I mean... But- I, I I'm not in disagreement with you, but I just think on balance, if we're putting the two of those up next to each other, and I lean more T1 because I still feel like the special effects haven't aged very well from T2. That's just my personal opinion, man. Okay, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna make one quick interjection. Go back and watch mm-hmm. that mirror that mirror scene, and you will realize that was a puppet. Uh, of course. I mean, it was obvious that it was a puppet. It was obvious. There was, there's no, there's no sugarcoating that that was a puppet. But I mean, fuck, dog. Yoda was a puppet in the in classic Star Wars movies, and nobody <laughs> said shit about that. Like, so you hey, know, but yes. I, I believe Yoda was really there. Hey, look, listen. <laughs> hey, look. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna say you're wrong. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, bro. And if if we're being honest, mm-hmm. the special what's the difference between the special effects in T two and what they did in the Chasing Waterfalls video that T- TLC did? Oh, like, damn! <laughs> nice one. Enough <laughs> no, no said. Enough said. Hey, and and, and again, T two is a great movie, and it is a classic. Mm-hmm. It is a classic. There's no disputing. If that's a classic, brother. What we got? What else we got, man? Keep going, bro. What else we got, bro? Um, damn. What? What else? I was gonna say. Uh, 
I was gonna switch gears, but I was trying to think <clears> of <throat> what what um uh, what I wanted to switch to. Damn. Uh, I was gonna go on games, but I'm trying now I'm blanking on what, what I was gonna say. I'll say middle uh middle gear solid. Hey, we 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 we, D- we despite right despite despite the fact that I didn't play it as much. I was back in the day in the mm-hmm. late late nineties. I was I was a let's player before uh, let's play watcher before let's play watch was a thing. I used to watch mm-hmm. my cut because I didn't have a console. Um, my first console technically, I guess, was a Genesis that my grandparents bought me that I, I, that I casually played with. But my real first console was a Game Boy Color. Okay. That was, that was that was my Pokemon Red and Yellow was my first real two experiences playing games. So in the late nineties and the early two thousands, I mostly watched my cousins play a uh, uh, Crash Bandicoot and Metal Gear Solid and uh, those games all the time. And I I watched through them playing it. That's how I, I viewed the story. But Metal Gear Solid, yeah. That, okay. Oof. Oh, All right, so yeah. metal, metal Gear Solid, bro. Two disc, a double mm-hmm. disc. Mm-hmm. Oh man, like I'm, I'm, I'm on the same page with you. Like my memories of Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation. Yes, I played it, but I didn't really know what I was doing playing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was, I was at that age where, with certain video games, I was just playing them. Because it was something to do. I didn't really have an understanding of how to play. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, well. Also, back then, mm-hmm. you know, we we did. You know, we we actually had to play the stuff with no help, no guides, mm-hmm. no nothing. So right. it was easy to get. And 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 they didn't hold your hands. You actually had to, especially with Metal Gear Solid. You had to figure mm-hmm. that stuff out on your own. So right. if you got lost. You got lost, lost, and you didn't have nobody to help you unless you had like a friend. You had to go to a friend's house or an older brother or whoever. So, yeah, yeah, most definitely, man. But this is the thing. For me, I remember watching my brother play it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember watching my brother play it and like no bullshit. Watching. My brother played Metal Gear Solid was like watching a movie. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> it was it was like watching a movie because I had never seen anything like that before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to this day, like Kojima did some things with that game that fit in so perfectly for that era that I don't know if it could be replicated. You know what I'm saying? Like prime example, there's the there's a point in the game where uh, Colonel Roy Campbell is telling Snake how to get in contact with Meryl, and he's like, "Well, how do I do that?" He tells Snake so, to look to look at the, the back, back of the. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And then you look at the back of Think the, of the box. You look at the back of the box, and it's Snake talking to Meryl like Meryl with a question mark, like. That's the kind of shit right there that... So meta. But that's Kojima at his peak right there. You know what I'm saying? Kojima at his peak, you know? Um, There's a part in the game where when Snake gets held prisoner after the torture scene, 
uh, Snake says, you know, my arm hurts. And um, Naomi tells you, the player, to put the controller up to your right arm. And then the controller will start vibrating to massage your arm a little bit, right? <clears throat> you fight Psycho Mantis. And you got to fucking get your ass whooped by Psycho Mantis for a good 15, 20 minutes. Continues all of that until you learn that this motherfucker knows all of your moves until you put the controller in the second second port. port. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, that is classic video gaming for that era. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't get... It really doesn't get too much better than that, man. Metal Gear Solid... Okay, is there something above classic? What is... What is... Go- the- oh, I- <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the only other thing it could get is go. Like, like what, what is above classic? Is it, is it, is it monumental? Is it... Because whatever the definition is that goes above classic, that's where Metal Gear Solid has to go. Like I could literally do an entire podcast on Metal Gear Solid, dog. No bullshit. But we'll, we'll keep it going, man. I agree with you. Metal Gear Solid is an all-time classic, man. Like I've, man, and I'm still Moon at sidebar. But like, go go. I sincerely hope that at this point in time, bro, this might catch some heat, but. I don't want a Metal Gear Solid movie. I don't want it. <clears throat> I, I don't want it because I don't think that it's necessary right now. I stand by the conversation that me and Donovan had in regards to what would probably be best for that series. <clears throat> and I'm still not sold on the person who has been penciled in to be Solid Snake. I'm not sold on that just yet, but we're probably going to get it, but I don't think we need it, and I don't know how good it's going to be. I'd rather get another game over getting a live-action movie of Metal Gear Solid, but to be continued on that, bro, what else we got, man? What's next, brother? Well, I already said it. Um, Crash Bandicoot. The yeah. sec- I say two. Ooh. I say two. <laughs> Cause, cause one wouldn't allow you to save unless you did the bonus levels, which was bullshit. But Cra- Crash Bandicoot that did that did for platformers was Mar- um, Super Mario did for the original um, NES, right there. That was a that was a step up, man. That was a step up, and he 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 almost came close to dethroning Mario and Sonic for a hot second, only for a hot second. So. And, the second Go. one, if I'm not mistaken, that was Crash Bandicoot Warped, right? No, Warp was three. See, I always Warp, Warp was good too. Warp was good too. I always get Warped and Crash Two mixed up for some reason, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, and and those commercials where he went up to the to the Nintendo Studios and <laughs> Badmount that I, I love that, yeah. man. I miss that. I miss that 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 talking shit. It's like plumber boy, get your punk ass out here. You ain't shit. Mm-hmm. I, I I miss that that uh that that type of uh, competing that competingness and actually doing stuff like that. Next, I would say 
Tomb Raider. Oh, the, man. The, okay. ori- the original one right. yeah, was yeah. Well, good at its time, but when I went back to replay it a decade ago, I was like, wow. All right. This so is bad. So mm-hmm. I got to see, man, I'm, I'm glad we, 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 there's some good B roll here. So right, go. my auntie, my auntie was a, was a gamer when we was kids, man. She had a Sega Saturn. I oh. remember, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace to the Sega Saturn. <laughs> Sega Saturn, right. When the last time you heard anything about the Sega Saturn, dog? Um, but, amongst um, like hardcore gamers, never. Yeah, like my auntie <laughs> had a Sega Saturn. Um wow. Yeah, so I remember when she bought it, Um, she bought Tomb Raider. I, I believe <clears throat> Tomb Raider was one of the, um, it was like a launch title. For, yes, for, yes, it was. For the, for the Sega Saturn in the U.S. And again, same as with Metal Gear Solid, but I was just a little bit younger. Like watching mm-hmm. my auntie play Tomb Raider was like watching a movie, dog. Like mm-hmm. I had, because I was too young for Indiana Jones at that point. Mm-hmm. But like watching her play Tomb Raider, bro. And even even though like later on that year, my mom had bought my older brother a PlayStation, and then we had Tomb Raider for the PlayStation. It didn't really hit the same. Because my brother didn't know what the fuck he was doing playing Tomb Raider. Like, mm-hmm. <coughs> like my auntie, you know what I mean? I remember this was the early days of CheatCodeCentral.com. She went on yeah. there. Oh. She, she went on there and got the cheat code for the, for the health pack, for the ammunition and all that, bro. And mm-hmm. um, over Christmas break that year, me, my brother, and my cousin would just stay up all night Watching my auntie play Tomb Raider, bro. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't even put in the words. And to this day, to this day, as a 31-year-old man, like, the animals and the way they fucking attacked you on that first Tomb Raider, the motherfucking wolves that jumped mm-hmm. out on you in packs, the lions that always jumped at you in twos, the, the panthers that would jump out at you, when you was doing whatever you was doing, um, the fucking uh, the gorillas that would pound their chest before they ran up on you, the alligators, <laughs> the alligators that would chase you from the water to the fucking ground, dog. Like you be in the water, the alligator will chase your ass in the water. Think you safe getting out of the water, and the alligator will run faster on the surface than it would in the fucking in water. water. <laughs> the fucking the fucking big ass bears. On the game, and I'm not even talking about the Velociraptors. Oh like, yeah, that'll come at you from around the corner after you unlock a puzzle, and then, oh man, the T Rex. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, and, and you know, to this day, bro, watching my aunt play Tomb Raider like traumatized me forever. Like, I can barely play Red Dead Redemption without like. When you get attacked by a pack of wolves or a mountain lion oh, or something like that, bro, like uh, <laughs> when you get mauled, yeah, bro, uh, carrying, I, I, I am carrying trauma from my childhood watching her play Tomb Raider into my adult years. There's, <laughs> there are certain games that I refuse to play because I know you'll get attacked by animals because of watching my auntie play Tomb Raider, bro. No cap. <laughs> 
But yeah, that's a classic, bro. I, I went off on a little tangent there. But hey, hey, it's good, man. It's all good. I, I'm about to classic. go on a, I'm, I'm about to go on a mini tangent on this next one, man. All right. Well, what else we got, bro? Because this one has a huge story, and it, and, it, and and this one will probably pertain to you too. Yeah. Remember, right before San Andreas came out, man. Okay. How big that was, man. That was. Off of the strength of Vice City and hanging out with my friend who had a copy because I didn't have play that game at my house, even though I found a way to. And knowing that it was going to be in L.A., mm-hmm. finally having a black protagonist during the 90s, and it was going to have lowriders in it. That was like, just hearing that alone was like rumors, by the way. Because you, you, back in the day, if you didn't have a magazine, you heard it from a person that heard it from a person that heard it from a person. And you believed it anyway. But off of that, and then finding out that you could swim. First time you could swim, all the times you accidentally fell in yep. the, uh, the water and died and got pissed off because you lost all your guns. Yep. Uh, and then finally, the day, I want to say it was like the week after the week after it launched because I, I i don't remember what day it was but i just know that my friend got a copy and told me that i needed to be at his house and i ran to his house and he gave me the controller started a new game i skipped the tutorial and just ran around doing stuff and the first thing i went to as soon as i saw i think it was a pond or something i jumped in there to see if he could swim just to see if he could swim and he swam without dying and 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 the next thing i know i'm just running around doing the thing where you shoot people (laughs) when you shoot people all the time and then the story man the story itself was fire for the time i mean we we got better stuff now but at the time that was so dope that soundtrack having snoop Dogg get played on the radio and a lowrider come on man the fact that you could get fat and, and, and or you could bulk up tattoos, clothes, buy clothes that wasn't just like like five different clothes, but you could have like thirty or twenty outfits that you could customize. Come on, man! And then your hair. Come on now. But that's all I got to say. I don't want to get too long winded. <clears throat> No, no, and there, there's no such thing as getting long-winded there. I think the San Andreas, I look at it this way. Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, between that, Vice City, Grand Theft Auto 3. Grand Theft Auto 3 came out in 2001. Um, Vice, City, Vice City was the year after, I think. Two, 2002 that's insane right right and then and then san andreas came out in 2004 and i said this on in the conversation we had with margin um at the end of 2020 as well in a three-year span rockstar games got on their shit and released three of the greatest video games ever right mm-hmm. but right it's almost like and you can still go back and play each game and enjoy them for what they were because, you know, it's like Vice City was a, was an improvement on Grand Theft Auto 3 but didn't render it obsolete. 
Vice mm-hmm. City or San Andreas was an improvement on those other two, but didn't render the other two obsolete either. But mm-hmm. the way I look at it, Vice or San Andreas was like a celebration of what they had accomplished during that three year span. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> And then some. And then some. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. <clears throat> it was it was a celebration of everything that they had did in gaming over that past three years on top of giving you something that you didn't know that you would need it. Now mm-hmm. there were there were games that were considered GTA clones that came out on consoles during that oh. time that a lot of them, right? A whole oh, I, 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 I gotta, I gotta say one because at the time it was good. I thought it was good enough, and that was mm-hmm. uh, True Crime: Streets of L.A. The idea right, that well, you could play play as Snoop Dogg was, I mean, the, uh, like nowadays we take that for granted, but playing as yeah. Snoop Dogg was cool. I That's mean, all. True Crime was cool. Mm-hmm. I liked personally. I think. My favorite GTA clone from that era was The Godfather. The Godfather was actually a pretty solid game for Mm -hmm. what it was they was trying to do. True Crime was okay. Streets of L.A. was damn sure. Uh, I don't know. Streets of New York wasn't too bad either. I think I liked Streets of New York a little bit better than Streets of L.A. But with, with San Andreas, it was like they earned a victory lap. And that was Rockstar Games taking a victory lap, even though graphically it might not have been on par with some of those games that copied the format. None of those <laughs> games fucked with Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, bro. No, like, not even close. Again, like whatever category we can go above classic is where I will put San Andreas, dog. All we had to do was follow the damn train, CJ. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's all we had to do, bro. Uh, what's like, the other one where he's like, <clears throat> where he's ordering stuff and, oh, he, and it just goes on forever? Yeah. Give me a large yeah. double fries, double burger. <laughs> um, <clears throat> next one, I would say, I didn't know a lot of people <laughs> that had a GameCube, but my ho- my homie had a GameCube. Mm-hmm. And of course, him having one, he had one of the only good games for it, and that was Super Smash Brothers Brawl. And best believe we was at his house every other day playing the fuck out of it. Four player co op. <clears throat> oh yeah. Me like, me with Captain Falcon almost every game and getting so my ass whooped by Link. So because I didn't know how to play. Oh, go ahead. My bad, bro. No, go go ahead, mother. My bad. No, I was just going to say, because I, I didn't know how to, like, defeat anybody who got Link. But yet, when I played as Link, I always sucked. <laughs> so, this is, this is the question I'm going to ask you here. Mm-hmm. Before, like, <clears throat> when you seen how real it got with, with Super Smash Bros. Uh, Melee, Mm-hmm. Were, were you ever intimidated by that, bro? Because I was. I was intimidated when I seen... Because, I, I mean, I had a GameCube, and I had a copy of it that, that Majin, you know, let me... He, that, he, that me and him traded for. But mm-hmm. there were guys who I knew, like my, my older friends that I had, that would get on that fucking game, 
and would really go. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, oh yeah, bro. It was like a it was like a hardcore boxing matches, bro. <clears throat> and I never seen anything like that before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, like. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, I'd never seen anything like that before with any with any game. And this is in an era when this is before I really knew that esports and all that shit was, was anything like that, man. And looking back on it, it's just insane to me that like I seen I seen my friend Carl and this other cat named Will that we all <laughs> was cool with, like legitimately like ready to get into a scrap over Super Smash Brothers Melee. Like f- fist fight? Yes. Damn. Yes. That that's they accurate. Were, that's accurate. They were they were really about to get into a scrap over this <laughs> shit here, bro. Like like dudes <laughs> dudes was really was really like ready to go over who had which controller. Like nah bro. Damn. Like for, I'm, I'm not playing with the fourth controller right now, bro. Like I'm not. I'm, I'm either. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not picking up anything past controller number two right now. You know what I'm saying? Shit like Damn. that. <laughs> Damn. Um, my memories because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, it wasn't shocking to me because all as I got a little bit older, all my friends were gamers. Like most mm-hmm. of all my all my friends, if we weren't playing outside, we was in the house game like gaming. And if I wasn't playing, I was watching. So mm-hmm. what would happen was we would get like they'd be maybe anywhere from five to six of us, and we we, we could be playing Soul Calibur, Tekken, Smash Brothers, and I get bodied and immediately just hand the controller over. <laughs> and just watch and, and and proceed most of the that most of that day I would proceed to just watch because they was they would go at it man I, I was used to them going at it and I was pretty cool with it I stayed in my lane because I knew I couldn't compete like I, I would maybe get three if I was lucky three sessions in if somebody got knocked out but it would last for one maybe two rounds and I give up that controller just as fast as I got it. But yeah, all my friends, man, they were, if they weren't eSports, I guess you could say material, a couple of them were close. Very I close. I think, um, and, and it's crazy because who would have ever known that that would be kind of, like Super Smash Brothers, in my opinion, was like, the end of the arcade era. Ooh. Whoever, whoever would have thought that this game, like in real time, we never would have imagined that that was the arcade, but it was just at home. You know what I'm saying? Instead, of, like, it, yeah, man, that was that was a great era, fucking great era, dog. What else we got? What's next, brother? What's next, man? Uh, what else? You know, because it's on my mind right now. Uh, Midnight Club Two. Even though I can't remember as much, Midnight Club Two. Oh man, man, man! When you went to a black person's house, there was five games they had. Okay. They they had San Andreas. Mm -hmm. They had Midnight Club. Whatever version of um, Madden was out at the time. Mm -hmm. And whatever, ver- dang no, I want to say um, 
Oh, uh, what was that? NBA Street? Yes, sir. The legendary. Every barbershop was talking about it. Niggas I knew who would never pick up a game console would buy a game console just to play NBA mm-hmm. Street 2. Mm-hmm. 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 Those, those were the games. Like when you went to a nigga's house, that's all they had. That's all they had. Shut down the whole <laughs> summer, man. Shut mm-hmm. down. I knew people who would talk about it so hard at bar like barbershop guys who never played most only played Madden and maybe Grand Theft Auto. They love that game. And the fact that we haven't gotten a remake, a sequel, uh-huh. is, well, is just is criminal. Okay, before we get to Midnight Club, with mm-hmm. um <clears throat> with NBA Street, I think um and, and man, EA fucking EA, man. Right. They can't be trusted anymore. You can't Oh, oh I, I know, I know. I'm just saying the idea that they haven't realized Right. How much that game was like that game was loved. The fact that it didn't get another sequel was almost borderline, in my opinion, as a kid, and even now, retarded. I mean, we had we had NBA Street One, which had Michael Jordan on it. NBA Street Two had the had the, like I mean, NBA it was Street a brother with a pro. Well, no, NBA color, right? NBA Street Two like had all of the classic NBA players like yeah, that that's was the what one was. that had, had Dr. J, uh, mm-hmm. Larry Bird, Will mm-hmm. Chamberlain. No, I don't think Will Chamberlain, but Dr. J, Larry Bird, uh, Dominique Wilkins. Um, <clears throat> yeah, dog. But I mean, there was an NBA Street 3 and when it went to the next console generation, they had uh, NBA Street Home Court that had like the same gameplay mechanics. But, but it wasn't as to- good. No, it wasn't because they tried to put like the they tried to do they tried to make it uh, like the graphics the the gameplay was still arcade based but mm-hmm. the graphics tried to make it look like it came out of a simulation. Yeah. NBA mm-hmm. Street Home Court for whatever reason wasn't all that. But Volume 2 and Volume 3 was definitely fire, dog. Oh man, NBA Street was with something else, but all right, Midnight Club, right? Mm-hmm. I have never been a game. I, I don't like racing games. I was never a fan what? of what? No, never, never, oh. <laughs> never. I was never patient enough for racing yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I understand Gran Turismo, man. I've, I never, was, I've almost never gone through. I love, I love Gran Turismo, but I never mm-hmm. get past most of the tutorials from right. most of them because they're they're ju- they're just. It's like I don't need it to be this realistic, mm-hmm. Like I don't oh. need it to be this. Like I think one time I played one, I got through a third of the tutorial and gave up because they asked for like some overly complicated thing, and I'm all like, I'm doing it, and it said I was doing it wrong. So I know what yeah. you mean when it comes to that. <clears throat> I, I was never patient enough for any racing games, dog, at all. Like, Need for Speed was cool, but mm-hmm. you got a Need for Speed. And I mean, I, I want to say um, the one Need for Speed that actually was kind of dope, was it was it Need for Speed Hot Pursuit? Was it that one? Um, most, most Wanted is the, most wanted is the okay. one that people love most the most. Wanted. 
because and I don't remember anything about that game at all. I remember nothing uh, about it. Not even the main card? No, I don't remember anything about most wanted. I remember I, I I that I don't. But for some reason, man, like Midnight Club and specifically Midnight Club 2 <laughs> just blew everything out of the water, man. I don't know <laughs> if it was like the open world aspect of it or I didn't get, I never got bored with Midnight Club, bro. Like that to me, and, and I mean, this is how I know it was fire because they did dub edition like a year yeah. after Midnight Club 2. There's no need for speed game that fucks with Midnight Club 2, bro. Any nope. like, well, nah, <clears throat> most one of man, most one of was, was fire, was fire. Most one of was, was pretty fire, uh, uh, was uh, pretty fire. I'll take your word for that. I'll take your word for it. Okay. Uh, damn, I'm going to say another uh, street racing one. Um, Burnout. But that was, that was an arcade. That was basically an arcade game where you just <clears throat> smashed cars and raced really, really fast. But Burnout, that, that, that was the shit. I know you probably didn't play Burnout, but I'm, I'm yeah. Just I don't. Play. I don't really got too many memories of Burnout, man. Um, next one, really hard, but I still love it. Never beat it, but still love it. J- uh, Jack Two. Uh, see, you got to educate. And I wish we had Margin on here. Oh, me. you never played Jack? Like Jack Two or Jack so, Dexter? So that. That PlayStation 2 era of mm-hmm. the action platformers like Sly Cooper and the mm-hmm. Jack and Daxter series and even Ratchet and Clank, like, I never got into those. Oh, you, you, you missed out a little. I, w- I would say you missed out for the time, but nowadays playing them would, nah. I, I, I would say nah. But Jack, Jack was a classic for, for me. It was very tough, but had a lot of fond memories of it. Mm-hmm. Jack, Jack X, which was a racer again, it was like a teenage version of Mario Kart. It was excellent and fun. Gameplay wasn't as tight, but it, it's, it, you, you, you liked watching cars blow up and going fast, I would say. And then um, I'll, I'll make it quick. Uh, Rat, Ratchet and Clank, the second one, Going Commando, that one was really good, too. It, it was kind of like Jack and Dexter, but the guns were more comedic base in a few of them. Like you could turn somebody into a sheep or make life-size doll, d- duplicates of yourself that enemies would attack. It, it was pretty fun. It was a pretty fun game. And the sequels were just as good. Um, what else? What else? What else? Let me, let me, let me well, think first. So hold on, hold on. So let me ask you this then, right? <clears throat> Between Sly Cooper, Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, which one was the was the cream of the crop? Which one was was the best? Oh, dang! Uh, I didn't play Sly Cooper <clears throat> as much. My um, my childhood friend he had he he was a Sly Cooper fan. I watched him play, and I played a little bit of that. I was more of a Jack and Dexter and Ratchet and Clank. Uh, Ratchet and Clank had 
the better games and sequels while Jack and Dexter was more fun. Okay. I'll say that. I'll say that. Okay. All right, what else we got, man? What 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 are the personal classics we got here, man? <clears throat> you have, you ever have a DS? No, I didn't. I never had a DS, man. Oh, man. Well, I'll, I'll still go into it. Um, New Super Mario Brothers for the DS. All right. It was basically about that. It was basically the 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 original updated with more um more items. Like there's an item that they advertise on the uh in the commercials that make you giant. There was a giant mushroom that when you ate it, it made you basically the si- size of a skyscraper, and you would just bust through stuff even more fun. There was one that would turn you mini, which would you would be the size of a dot on the screen, and you would use that to find special items, and you had to use that in order to get to I want to say world four. You had you had to use that mini mushroom to get to world four, or else you would skip that world. You would only do one, two, three, go to uh, five, six, seven, and eight. You had okay. to use that in order to basically one percent the whole game, or hundred percent complete the game. And the rest is just Super Mario Brothers, just updated. It was super fun. So <clears throat> this is what I'm gonna say here, and. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I disagree with some of what was said in the in the Discord, man. To me, I don't think I'll be honest with you here, man. When I when I think about games attached to the Super Mario property dog, there really aren't too many that was flops or that aren't bad games or that are, excuse me, that are bad games that you couldn't go back and play, man. <clears throat> like what is the worst? I mean, Obviously, yes. The games that came out on, um, I think, was what was it? The Jaguar? <laughs> oh, hey, hey, those don't count. Hey, sh- no, we, they, we don't. Don't count. they don't count. <laughs> no, they don't count at all. No, nah, them shits don't count at all, bro. Like, nah, man. Those don't count at all. I don't know that Nintendo ever put out a game on a Nintendo console attached to Super Mario that wasn't at least an eight and a half to nine out of ten. Agreed. Like legitimately, even if there were games that I didn't like, you know what I'm saying? Like I seen Mark, I seen Majin when we was younger playing Super Mario Sunshine, and I wasn't interested in it. But that was yeah, a Sun- great game. Sunshine, is, yeah, Sunshine's one of the weaker ones though, and I and it, I agree with people that say that. But the thing is, that's still a great game, though. Like, mm-hmm. the reason why people, if that was, let's just say that, and me and Donovan talked about this, too. But let's just say that it's not Super Mario Sunshine, and it's called, you know, Luigi. Luigi's Cleanup, right? <laughs> right? Uh, Luigi's, yeah. in, Luigi's Environmental Adventure. And instead of Mario, it's Luigi running around with the with the plant gun or whatever it is he's doing, cleaning up and, and all of that shit. Nobody would complain about it. It'd be a classic. I that's my opinion on that. To me, how many fucking dog? 
Like, they put out Paper Mario towards the end of the Nintendo 64 as an RPG, and that shit was rocking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, like, they didn't, they, they really didn't miss too much when it came to Super Mario, dog. I don't think they did, man. I, I would agree. I would definitely agree. They've always <laughs> produced a top-line product for the most part when it, com- when it comes to doing that. And that's one of the reasons why Nintendo is still where they're at. So I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. All right, what else we got, man? Uh, hang on, I wanted to do one more game before I switched over. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, what else did I have? Oh, uh, Mario Kart for the DS. Okay, let's talk that, about it. That one was, was dope. dope. I, I remember playing that with uh, friends uh, on the school bus with a uh, multiplayer. I, I don't remember what it was called. It was like some low, uh, multiplayer. And back then, if, if one person didn't have a copy of the game, you could still invite them <clears throat> to play. So you could get up to like, I think, anywhere from seven, eight people. And we could be on the school bus, like three of us would have a copy and eight, eight of us would be playing together. It, it was super fun. It, it was just like any typical Mario Kart. The drifting was like very good. And I remember watching my friend drift for the first time. He looked, he looked like a dork because he moved it like a steering wheel, which I, I guess that was the effect that they were going for. And you, 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 you drifted by hit, clicking the uh, bumpers back and forth real fast, like gas pedals, which was pretty dope. The, tra- the tracks were like a little bit of like 64 and new stuff, and it was really, really good. All right, so what we, what we got next, man? Since you said we moving off of games, what's next, man? TV shows. Okay. Um, the first one that popped to my mind and that set the template, template, little template, for um, cartoon, uh, for Batman, I should say. Batman the Animated Series. <clears throat> Absolutely. It's dark, dark and great it was and how and how it betrayed everything mm-hmm. and even made new character uh new characters and gave characters new light that we hadn't seen before mm-hmm. and Br- bruce wayne like we 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 see him get almost in tears as he contemplates giving up being batman for the first time just so he he, he could be happy it's just, it, was, it was just crazy. <clears throat> to me, that's a show. I, I agree with you on that, man. Like the the Batman animated series is something that it's it's hard to put it into words. But in my head, it never ended. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, I, I I see. He's still he's still doing it. We just don't right. see it. That's, that's it, how I look it, at it, too. Exactly. In my mind, it never ended. Like, obviously, it, and, and, and canon, I mean, if that even, you know, if you can even apply that to what anything DC is doing now. But in mm-hmm. canon, to me, it never ended. Like, mm-hmm. the, the Batman that you see in these DC animated features and everything like that, Justice League, all of that, mm-hmm. 
to me, that's the same guy. Even if it isn't, just because of the way I felt watching it, it never ended, man. Like, to this day, Heart of Ice is probably one of probably one of the greatest animated episodes of television ever produced. Heart Agreed. of Ice in season one of Batman the Animated Series is everything you need to know about what it was they were trying to do with that TV show back in the early 90s, bro. Like, we again, we could do a whole podcast about that, but I agree with you. It's the classic. If it's not the number one, it's number one A, but it's probably number one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Shit, they went uh, back, they went back, like, they made a movie set within that canon in like 2006. You know what I'm saying? A decade after that had already wrapped up just because of how how hot that was. So, yeah, dog. You know what I mean? Batman Beyond, all of that stuff yep. spawns off of, like you said, the template template <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was set in place by arguably the greatest animated TV series ever. All right. <clears throat> Um, next one. I don't. This one's an anime. I don't know if you've seen it. Death Note. Never saw Death Note, bro. You no no unacceptable. You need to at least watch the I, first three, bro. Please, I please, never saw Death Note. Please, please, bro, <clears throat> bro. As someone who does not watch anime a lot, I, if I, I wait, I, you gonna make me turn on my camera, man? As someone who does not watch anime, you need to watch Death Note. You need to watch Death Note. It is, it, do you know the, what the premise of the story is? I have a slight understanding of it because, you know what I'm saying, people have told me a lot of things about this before. So I'm familiar with the property. I just never got around to actually, like, watching it. When we get off this call, just watch the – if you're not hooked by the first two episodes, I understand. Watch the first two episodes. But – it's, a, it's about an over, or a bored, typical Japanese student uh-huh. who, uh, who stumbles across a book that allows him to kill people, people by right. writing their names in it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm just brief, like, going through the quick synopsis. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I'm aware of that part, yeah. Okay, okay but the, the, <clears throat> the, drama, the drama behind it and how he's so... He's, like, 10 steps ahead of almost everybody until he meets up with L. And then he's, <laughs> and then he's like two steps if he, if that, and just the whole drama of of that and how well it's written, now crazy those twists and turns are is just great. Like that's one of the ones I understand when people are so crazy about anime, because nowadays it's like mm, that sounds cool, but no thank you. But yeah, I would say Death Note. It's definitely one, one to look out right. for. All right, what else we got, man? Cowboy Bebop. Again, that's another one I never got around to. Man. Bro, Donovan, come on! Last come on. Uh, week, last week, me and Donovan was talking about this, and he was like, "Bro, you gotta, you gotta watch Cowboy Bebop." Damn, bro! Come on, man! No Cowboy Bebop. I know, man. man. I know. I know. Every, I, every, even every, if you ain't an anime fan, bro, you, that one is like 
I, it's a little longer, so I could see why uh, it would be harder to get into because <clears throat> Death Note isn't very long. But mm-hmm. come on, man. All right. I know, bro. Death, I know. Death Note, Death, uh, I mean, um, Cowboy Bebop Classic. Next one, uh, Chappelle Show. Oh, yeah. Without um, Rick James, bitch. And in and, 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 and a lot of ways, <clears throat> and in a lot of ways, man, like, oh, man, look. And I'm going to make it quick on the Chappelle <laughs> Show. But to me, like, the Chappelle Show captured something that can never come back. <laughs> the, the rawness of what it was that he was doing with that show can never be replicated. It can't. There are traces of it in other shows. The Boondocks captured that <laughs> the exact same way that the Chappelle show did. But what I'll say is this here, though. I can, I can be happy and rejoice in knowing that I lived through the time when it was fresh, right? Yes. I lived mm-hmm. through that time when we didn't know what was going to happen week to week. And then seeing it on DVD and it being uncensored felt like yeah. you were watching a completely new TV show, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> with that being said, I am perfectly fine with keeping the memory of what the Chappelle show was and leaving it where it was at. I love the fact that nothing has happened in nearly two decades after that show ended that tarnished the legacy of what it was they did on that show. Mm -hmm. I would agree. Like, the comedy, all of that, everything on that show has aged perfectly to where it's like, man, like, this is really Omega-level shit right here. And there was never a comeback to it. Dave Chappelle never did a revival on Netflix or when you know that he could have, right? He never did a revival on HBO Max. He never did that. Everything Mm -hmm. on the Chappelle show is right where it was left, and you can go back to it and enjoy it the way that you enjoyed it in 2005 to 2006. That's an era that will never be replicated, bro. As much as people say... My bad, bro. My bad. No, 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 no. You, you're good. You're good. Go, go. I'm, 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 I'm going to borrow a quote from a wrestling manager, Paul Heyman, in regards <laughs> to, like, something that, that he said during a promo. He said, people say that they want the extreme, but when they get the extreme, and I'm paraphrasing, but when they get the extreme, they say that it's going too far. <clears throat> The Chappelle Show, the Boondocks, that type of content can never come back because it belongs to a specific era when Mm -hmm. there was no such thing as an extreme. And the lines that people felt couldn't be crossed didn't really exist yet. If that were to come back now and look and sound and feel the way that it felt in 2006, it could never survive. So let's enjoy that for what it was. If you love the Chappelle show, go back and watch it. But you ain't ever going to get anything like that again. That was Haley's comment, bro. 
reference. I agree. I agree. Um, next one I would say is uh, Boardwalking Empire. Oh, okay. Hey, hey. Boardwalk Empire. All right. Talk to me about Boardwalk Empire because that was some good shit right there. Very underrated. HBO TV. I don't. I don't know why, man. I I got in at, at the second season, and mm-hmm. um, I fell I fell off um, at season three, but uh, I've been rewatching it ever, uh, ever since. Um, gr- oh, so good, man. So so good. Uh, the the whole the whole like I didn't know anything about the bootlegging until I saw that, and then getting to see the the legends we would know rise up and the double crossing and, and all the other things that lead into it were mm-hmm. which is great and uh oh who's who's that brother that played chalky chalky white yeah that man died, rest in died. peace rest, rest in peace michael k he, williams man he was great in, in yeah, almost k. every scene yeah man I, I agree with you on that my only critique of Boardwalk Empire. And this is a slight critique that I have here. Very slight critique. Mm-hmm. I feel like season five, was it four seasons or was it five? I want to say five. Five. Yeah, man. See, I might got to do some research on that. But Give I feel like... And I'll look it up. I feel like the final season of Boardwalk Empire was just a little bit rushed. Just a little. Mm-hmm. Just slightly rushed because I think they were just trying to establish that Nucky Thompson was no longer Nucky Thompson. Mm-hmm. And You were right. Five, five seasons. Okay. Five seasons. Yeah. You know, like, but don't get me wrong, man. Like, uh, you know, Lucky Luciano was the man in season five, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Al Capone. Al Capone was going to prison. Like, if people knew what the people who were based, like, what the characters who were based on real people did in real life, it didn't bother you too much. But if you went into it not knowing, you know what I'm saying, that Al Capone ended up going to prison for tax evasion or, you know, mm-hmm. Lucky Luciano was the original boss of all bosses and all of that. Like, mm-hmm. it felt a little bit rushed. But Boardwalk Empire is a very underrated TV show. And I think, this is my theory on Boardwalk Empire. I Ooh. think that since it came out on HBO after The Sopranos and after The Wire had already ended, a lot of people kind of underestimated it and didn't, like, put it in that same light or view it as being equal or, you know, close to as good as those other TV shows were. But Boardwalk Empire was a damn good TV show, bro. I might need to, like, yeah, I might have to go back and, and, and check out some of them joints again, man, because that was a great TV show. Okay. Next one. <laughs> this one you're going to love. It, it just, it, mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember as we <clears throat> go along. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Venture Brothers. Oh man, Venture <laughs> Brothers, man. Yo, listen. I don't even. All I had to do is say that word, Venture Brothers. You, you could do the rest on that one, man. And and I, I, I'm not even gonna take up too much time here, man. I'm not. I, I, I I'm not. I'm, I'm really not. 
because it hurts me to this day, man. Mm-hmm. It, it does. I still they're still getting a movie. I don't know when, but they're still getting. Well, man. we'll see because that new that new guy who took over um, um, over HBO, he might Listen. he might shut that down. I'm, I'm going to keep it all the way real with you, D. Smith. That shit ain't happening, man. It's not happening, bro. You don't think so? Nope. Nope. It's not happening, bro. I have no, like, man, this is, it, it, it this is what bothers me when it comes to the Venture Brothers. This is the main thing that really bothers me about it because, like, this is one of the few Oh, man, how do I even fucking do this? Everything on that show was following a storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, this was in, this was an animated adult-themed TV show that was following a storyline, bro. You know what I'm saying? It was, it mm-hmm. was really follow. like, every episode kind of played into the next episode, leading to a season finale, Leading to a season premiere the next season. Exactly. Of all of the fucking shows that survived multiple, you know what I'm saying, executive producers, writers, animators, all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times did Futurama get revived before they got a proper finale? Twice? <laughs> I want to say. It leaves, right? <laughs> Family Guy got canceled and then got got revived, and it's still on on Fox TV. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to me, the Venture Brothers was my shit, bro. Like that was my shit. The 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 the, the animation style, the voice acting, the <clears throat> the insider references, all of that, the characters, all of that was for me. That was the show on Adult Swim, besides the Boondocks, that I was eagerly awaiting to watch because I felt like it was for me, dog. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, I, I, I feel what you're saying. I feel like, what you're saying. I really felt like that. I felt like it was for me. My brother, who's a little bit older than me, and my cousin that's a little bit older than me, they didn't get it. They didn't mm-hmm. get it. They just were thinking, man, get this Johnny Quest bullshit. <laughs> <clears throat> Word. Uh, but, like, it, it's crazy, though, because my brother, on one end, my brother would tell me that the Venture Brothers was bullshit, but on Saturday night, would stay up to watch fucking Super Jail. Like, get out of here with Wait, you. wait, wait, what? <clears throat> bro, Super- your, your, your brother, your brother yeah. said that. Damn, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah, my, I, yeah, I, I yeah, wish yeah, I could my, look him up and down and be like, Yo, okay. yeah, but like <laughs> my, my brother really fucked with Super Jail, dog. Super Jail is dog shit. Ink. It, it, oh, there you crazy. go. There you it go. Is, like, it is crazy dog shit, I, and I don't. I've watched it a few times because nothing has been on. Couldn't on. fuck with it, and and real, realistically, I couldn't. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't fuck with it, but I was like, <clears> even going back now, I think to myself, I watched this. I even I couldn't find nothing else to watch. Yeah. So for him to say that shit is yeah. But again, it, it's just one of them things, bro. But yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I've seen every episode of Adventure Brothers, bro, and even now, 
almost 20 years later, after that show premiered, you could go back to the very beginning of that show and still catch some things that were kind of hidden in there in the writing, man. Like, mm-hmm. I would, oh man, it, it hurts, bro. It hurts. Mm-hmm. It hurts. I, 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 I feel you, man. I feel it hurts, you. bro. Like, at its, at its peak, you know what I'm saying? The Venture Brothers was arguably the best animated TV series on Adult Swim when they had they run. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I refuse to choose between the Venture Brothers and the Boondocks. That's how close Ooh. those two shows are, in my opinion, man. <laughs> this will be the last one because uh-huh. you gave an inspiring word words there. <laughs> I feel that I should leave off with my last pick with okay. an inspired one that hits home for me. Especially yep. because it never I, I talked about this before, but especially because it didn't finish. And that's uh it's also an animated show called Motor City. Okay. Talk to me Mo- about Motor City. We we discussed this before. Yes. About, about a basically a, a bunch of rebels living underground in Detroit. Uh underground old version of Detroit while everybody is living in a, a um, uto- supposedly utopia Detroit and them fi- fighting against basically the government that lives up top. And I, I loved everything about it. The, the ragtag uh, squad, <clears throat> the fast car- cars and the fighting and the animation was so smooth despite the fact that it was done with a cheap system. It, it it was just it was fire, man. It was fire, absolutely. That's, that's all. <laughs> I mean, I got I got more, but you ain't seen it, so like, no, no, I, I can't describe talk about this, bro. I can't describe what you ain't seen. <laughs> it, it, it it was a, it was a dope show. So, what is it that drew you into it? <clears throat> um. The way that was okay, I, I see what you're doing now. The way that was animated in the story about a bunch of people living in a old world, old abandoned world as their playground to do whatever <clears throat> fight, while fighting some people that are trying to stop that from happening, I guess, and them wanting to be free basically and race around the city in uh, cool cars while fighting or teaming up with rival factions and doing crazy stuff while having crazy ass action scenes in it. And plus Duke, Duke, the uh, Duke of Detroit was like the best and the funniest thing to watch on screen. Dude, dude looked like Kid Rock acted a little bit like Kid Rock, but was funny as hell. <clears throat> okay. And my 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 YouTube damn I don't I haven't seen in a while but my YouTube picture off of uh, one of the characters from it he's a smooth brother that has a uh, their all their cars look like lowriders and Cadillacs and they all wear they look they look like Kanye West like when Kanye West puts on a suit and and they're, they're just a rat, uh, a faction that drives uh, smooth cars around and they look dope. That's that's pretty much it. Alright, so let me throw one out here, bro. Mm-hmm. Regular show. <laughs> ah. 
That that's one of yours? Hell yeah, dog. Okay. Like and the reason I say it, you never got it you never got in the regular show, bro. I, I, I got into I got into it for the first two, three mm-hmm. whenever the goat showed up is when I left. When they had that goat character, I showed okay. I, I, I stopped watching. I thought the so, show was good except for Rigby. Rigby you know what the yeah, fuck. Yeah, Rigby needed he said fuck out of here. Yes. Oh, and so, uh, if there was a doom, doom hitting Rigby would be uh I wish I had a picture of that. Fuck out of here. Go. So, so so this is my thing right here, bro. The reason I liked regular show is that okay. The the creator, JG Quintel. I mean, mm-hmm. and if you get on YouTube and look at the original skit that oh, inspired, oh man, two AM. I've, I've seen, I've seen two AM. I've watched two AM. See, that's how I, I yeah. like, I like two AM more than I do regular stuff. Well, this is the <laughs> thing, though, right? The fact that that was toned down and mm-hmm. became what it became to me is amazing because. Mm-hmm. Regular show could have been on Adult Swim and could have been one of those cult classic Rick and Morty types that people love but don't really, you know what I'm saying? The yeah, I, I get what you're saying. They were able to tone it down but still make it something enjoyable for adults in that time when, like, I was in my early 20s. You know what I mean? That, that mm-hmm. time where I'm in my early 20s and still kind of watching cartoons but phasing out of it because I don't got time the fact that I was able to make time to watch regular show and again to me there isn't a lot of wasted motion there yeah Rigby was a terrible character and annoying and all of that but like dog oh man if I still was indulging in in some of the activities that I was indulging in (laughs) in my teenage years regular show would have been Slice bread, dog. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they did it without going too far. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I gotta give them extra, extra credit because that was a regular show on. A re- <laughs> See, <laughs> See? Mm-hmm. that was a regular TV show on Cartoon Network that could have aired any time of day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they pulled it off. To this day, I still haven't finished that show. But I like knowing that I have something to come back to that's always going to be fresh and entertaining, man. To me, regular show was a classic, dog. Personal classic. Okay. That, 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 that's all I got for my list, man. Oh, man. Hey, we keep this going, but yeah, bro. I mean, I like that, though, man. That's, that's some good shit right there, bro. That's some <clears throat> that's some good shit. I mean, I think Futurama is 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 a personal classic for me as well, man. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, those we, early we, seasons. We, yeah, we, uh, we we discussed that as by well. My, by my shiny shiny metal ass. That's all I'm gonna say. And and I liked that. Um, I mean, Futurama. What Futurama was able to do is they always were able to make you feel something. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. Like, when it comes to certain TV shows, that's how I feel, man. Like, I gotta, 
in order for me to invest in it, I got to be able to feel something, man. I got to be mm-hmm. able to have a connection to it, either emotional or something to where right, right. it's like, all right, I fuck with this. Another personal classic for me is home movies, man. Home, oh. home, mm-hmm. home movies, bro. Mm-hmm. Home movies is, oh man, <laughs> uh, man. Did you did you first off? Were you a fan of home movies? Of course, <clears throat> not 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 when it originally came out because I was too young. But when I was old enough to appreciate it, of course. I, right. I sometimes I sometimes watch episodes like late at night. Man, so yeah. <laughs> that was oh man. <clears throat> I feel like home movies was one of those shows that should have gotten like a movie to end it. It should have gotten Most definitely. Even, more I, than I, Bob's Burgers. I say it, it deserved a movie more than Bob's fucking hey, burgers did. I, hey, you don't like Bob's burgers? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> nah. No. All right. You care to elaborate? Uh, it, 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 just, it just feels like, yes, I do. Uh, uh, it, it, Boss Burgers feels like a rehash of all, a grab bag rehash of all the stuff we've already gotten. Oh, I don't know if okay. it's just this. Li- huh. uh, I don't know if it's just this era of comedy. Yeah. I, uh, Bob is good. The son is pretty good. The daughter with the uh, the bunny ears is annoying. The other daughter is funny, and some of the characters are wacky, but okay. I feel like I've seen I've seen Bob's Burgers done before, but better. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, I will ask you. No, 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 no. I was I was just going sidebar real quick. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. Don't judge me, man, bro, but I, I love 12-ounce mouse. I've never it, seen it. It's stupid as fuck. Watch it tonight, and when you're done, whatever you feel, your opinions, like, watch, just watch the first episode. Whatever your opinions on it, like, send me a message and, t- and tell me. All right, but it's stupid humor, bro. It, it's, not, it's nonsense. Do you consider that to be a classic? Uh, damn it, bro. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I, I can't explain it to you. To you, this one I definitely can't even explain the premise. You just have to watch. Cause it, it's I, dumb. It, it, it's dumb. It's dumb. No, because I mean, I never got into that either. There are certain joints that I never really, I never really got into like that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I mean. With me personally, I if if we're going like if we hello hello yo all right you hear me yeah I hear you now all right I ended up go again you said it. Yeah, I ended up pressing the fucking Siri button. But yeah, bro. Um, just back to home movies for a second. I consider that a personal classic because, again, there's, a, there's something that draws me into it and a feeling that I get when I watch each episode. Like, 
the the type of humor and the type of comedy is something that I'm there for because when I watch the show, I feel like I need to hear everything that the characters are saying. I need to hear mm-hmm. every line of dialogue because if I miss a certain reference attached to the movie that Brendan Small is doing in each episode, I'm the whole the punchline is gonna go over my head whenever they end mm-hmm. up dropping it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but if we're gonna go stupid humor, C Lab twenty twenty one is 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 my <laughs> uh, is, is is the personal uh, classic for me that covers that, bro. Like Oh god, C Lab. C Lab the, re- the reuse animation alone perfect is perfection. Oh, yes. And and the thing is that predated the era of like that predated Team Four Star. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff, all that right. internet. That th- in fact, some of the stuff was the catalyst of what internet humor is now. I think so. I agree with that. I I agree with that a hundred percent, bro. Like mm-hmm. t- a lot T-Lab. of Adult Swim was was nothing but like. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, interrupt. I just want to say this real quick. Yeah. A lot of Adult Swim's early humor is basically the chi- the child of all the internet humor we have now. Most of the stuff I, that they put out. I, I agree with that. And I mean, you know, we, we had a conversation about that as well. But mm-hmm. to me, I put C-Lab up there. And oh, yeah. If we talking, if we talking <laughs> about the stupid, if we talking about the stupid <sighs> humor type shit like that, like C-Lab 2021 was the genesis of, of all of that. So that's another mm-hmm. personal class. And Space Ghost. Yeah, Space, Space Ghost, Ghost is up there Ghost, too. Coast to Coast. Uh, Harvey, Harvey Birdman, like, and they, they killed him uh, at the end of that, bro. He died. He mm-hmm. died in the last episode, dog. Like, <laughs> they got him out of there by accident. This nigga got hit by a car <laughs> in the last episode, bro. But um, <clears throat> other than that, I mean, I don't want it like I, the obvious classics, you know, Hey Arnold, Ed, yep. Ed and Eddie, like those mm-hmm. are the obvious ones there. I mm-hmm. can't really think. That's why, that's why, that's why I didn't mention <clears throat> my, some of mine because yeah. I would just be, you know. I, I can't really think of too many. I'm, I'm sure there are other ones that kind of flew under the radar that I was into, but like, yeah. Oh, bro, uh, those... you, last one I'll ask you. Uh, you watch a uh, full, uh, um, Megas XLR? Wait, what? Megas XLR. Megas XL. I've heard of it, but is that an anime? No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that, that one, it makes fun of anime quite a lot. That one was uh, the guy, he, he gets a, a robot and he sticks his car on top of it. And he does crazy stuff with it. How do you spell that? Megas? Alright, I'm oh. looking at this. I'm looking at this now. Okay. Uh, what channel did this come on? Was this on Nickelodeon? No, this was on Cartoon Network. When you said flew under the radar, this is one of those ones that supposedly flew under the radar. Everyone I knew in my neighborhood watched it, but apparently, according to the internet, this was like a, a cult classic. agree with you on that i mean I, now that i look at the artwork i i see it i see it now 
But I never, I never got into that like that, man. Like, I mean, what happened to? Oh man, like, bro, what happened to cartoons, man? What happened, bro? What? It's crazy. We went from they got soft. We went from person got soft. We went from personal <laughs> classics to just talking about cartoons here. But my, I, my, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to go there. I'll, I'll just no, say no. this real quick. Quick. Yeah. They got soft. They got soft. They 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 got soft, stupid, and that's all they know how to do now. Well, I, I mean, I don't disagree with you on that. And okay, so so, but so talk to, what, what I'm saying no, is, go, there's like there's no there's no. Back in the day, we we had variety. We had comedy, mm-hmm. action, horror. Courage the Cowardly Dog, man. That shouldn't have worked. Creepy it as worked. hell, bro. Creepy. It, as w- shit. it worked. I, I I didn't like it, and I didn't care for it. I still kind of worked, don't, but I mean, I, I I liked it, but I didn't like it like other people did. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Um. But it it, it was crazy, and it and you know we don't have that anymore. All I right. see is like dumb. Stuff and then stuff talking about your feelings. That's it. Uh, Ain't okay. no action, no deep stories. That's why all the kids are going to anime now. But go ahead. No, that's true. That's true. I I I'll give you that. And like 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 you were said, everything didn't hit, but they did take the risk. Like I exactly. never got. I I never. Never, never, never like sheep in the big city. I never like that. Ooh, drop a bomb right there. That, <clears throat> I didn't, that, that's I didn't a niche it. one. That's a niche one. Yeah. Bro, bro, like, even, like, it's been so long, and I think that stuff is, like, lost <clears throat> media now, but I remember watching it when it first aired as a little kid and not getting it either, but I feel like if I was to watch it now, it would be pretty good. I mean, bro, like, oh, I, that's that's probably true. I I just I just didn't I, at the time. I I just mm-hmm. didn't get it, man. But mm-hmm. you bring up a good point there. You really do bring up a good point, man. Like my early twenties was probably the last era of of like real cartoons. You know what I'm saying? Like that was probably the last era. That era of um regular show. I mean, I never watched Class of 3000. I didn't watch Steven Universe or Adventure Time. Like, I didn't fuck with none of that because I was at work. Yeah. I, was too, I was too busy for all that. But, like, that was probably the last era of actual cartoons. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I want to ask you this, though. Just, you know, because we, 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 we talked about movies, TV shows, cartoons, if mm-hmm. you will indulge, talk to me about some albums. Talk to me about some music oh. that fits oh. into your category of personal classics, man. Damn. Um, woo, uh, shoot. Um, only because it's the first one I can think of. Uh, Gorillas, Demon Days. Okay. That, 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 that album. The Gorillas to me, man. Are, I believe, if you ask me, our generation's version of the Beatles, as far okay. as the way uh, how good their music and how different it changes up, mm-hmm. and like every almost all of that album is just fire. 
Now, what was like, the album called? Demon Days. Okay. Um, Feel Good Inc., Dare, Clint Eastwood. Come on now. Clint Eastwood. Is Kids With Guns on that album? Flip. Now I need to look. Hold I just looked second. up this album, and that song is on, on that album. According to Wikipedia, Demon Days is the second studio album by British oh, virtual band second. Gorillaz. I'm, try, I'm trying to remember, because I feel like I'm forgetting something else. I looked yeah, Dirty Harry, Dirty, Dirty Harry, Dare. <coughs> Demon Days was, the song was all right. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole album was fire, and I love that album cover. I don't think about vinyl a lot, and I feel like Vinyl has become like a niche hipster thing. But if it was an <laughs> album, one of the few albums I would want if I was to get into that would definitely mm-hmm. be Demon, Day, uh, Demon Days. Um, what else? What else is a classic? Well, hold on, hold on. So just let's back up. And I, I wish Donovan was on the line right now. I really wish he was on the line. Man. Next time... <laughs> Next, I'm gonna remember to try to try to double back and ask him about another artist from from that kind of kind of era. But what? Okay, so with the gorillas, do you make a separation between the actual artists who are making that music and the characters who are meant to make up that group? Uh, if you ask me, they're one and the same. Okay. For the, most part, for the most part, I know. Mm-hmm. I know everybody gets switched up between. I'm not like you know one of those crazy people. I know it gets switched up except for 2D. Okay. And Modoc. I know everybody is a different person each time, especially with Noodle. Noodle has been switched up five different times. I want to say, but to me, they're one of the same. I, I look at them as they're supposed to be the aggregators for which the music is filtered through mm-hmm. that's it and that's all that's that's it and that's all even though i do have the album book here at my house which has <laughs> quote-unquote information about their tour and other stuff which is great but yeah i i just think they're one of the same <clears throat> okay because and that's the that's the only thing that kind of throws me off there, but I guess that makes it a little bit more interesting. In that, with with the with the gorillas' music, you're supposed to just enjoy the music. You're not, I guess, you're not supposed to look into them as being artists necessarily, or like, because I'm not gonna say the gimmick, but is that the draw? Is the draw of the gorillas? You know, partly the fact that it's music being performed by artists who are portraying characters. Uh, maybe for some people, but not for me. The mu- music has always been good. Mm-hmm. I come, I come, I come from the music. The fact that they're animated is, is just—I I feel like it's a funny gimmick. But I, I just enjoy the the music they put out. Like when I first saw the Feel Good Ink music video i i didn't think anything of of the character aspect i thought of the music first 
And then I just thought the video was cool because it was animated. Because I feel like there's kind of a Wu-Tang effect with the gorillas a little bit. How so? Tell me about that. Well, okay. In that, yes, the Wu-Tang Clan are, is made, initially it was made up of nine artists, but each mm-hmm. artist, each member of the Wu-Tang Clan had an alias. You know yeah, 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 yeah. Like, when he said that, I, I, I realized where you were going. Like, uh, mm-hmm. RZA, the RZA was the RZA, but he also had, like, two aliases. You know what I'm saying? Prince, mm-hmm. Prince Akeem was one of his aliases, and then Bobby Digital was another one of his aliases, and he was able to make music as these different characters. <coughs> Excuse me. He was able to make music as these different characters while still being the RZA. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a similar kind of effect with the gorillas to a certain extent. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I would, I would agree with that, too. Okay, so what else we got as far as music? Personal mm-hmm. classics for music. What else we got? I'm trying to th- remember the name of the album, but uh, uh, from Hieroglyphics. What was it? The third? Yeah, the third item of, of Vision from Hieroglyphics. Please tell me you heard it. Uh, you know Hieroglyphics. Uh, you, you, you got me there, brother. You got to educate uh, me a little bit. You got to educate uh, me. Del, Del the uh, Funky Homo Sapien? <coughs> well, I mean, and I know he, who he is. because No, I mean, I but, but that was... That, Oh, shoot. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's Ice Cube's wow. cousin. Y- younger cousin, right? I-, I believe so, yeah. But him and the uh, uh, Mystic Crew, they, they, they were a group, group uh, that did an album, albums, and they were a group called uh, Hieroglyphics. Okay, so is the album you're referring to, is it Third Eye Vision? Yes. <clears throat> okay. Uh, this, oof. You Never Know was a great song. My bad, man. I'm, music is like, even, even like now, I don't know how to explain that mm-hmm. to you, but that, that album was fire. And the fact that I found it later on in life made me mad because they're from California. And it, it was an older mm. album that hit just, just like I like it. And okay. Dell and a lot of the other artists were really, really good. Okay, so... Because the vibe I'm getting here, man, and we, we talked about some of these groups before. Mm-hmm. The vibe that I'm getting is that like you're into that you're you're into a lot of the underground shit right yeah yes sir <laughs> yes sir <laughs> okay yes, sir. so so what is the appeal in some of that um some of the underground type shit there what's the what's the appeal in that um i like the lyricism the beat beats and the fact that i have to search for them i guess <clears throat> And not a lot of people are listening to, to, to them and haven't been heard. And I feel like they just get on a frequency that I like, I guess you could say. 
It's more of my appeal. Okay. Um, next album, let me see. Let me think of something that not too far out there. What's that Kanye West album with the bear? The well, okay. The bear, the, the bear, the bear shooting in the sp space in the cannon. Graduation, man. Okay, so uh, no, because I didn't want to get that mixed up with another album. I wanted no, to say graduate. That was graduation, brother. And man, man, man. 2007, man. Kanye West. I thought it was 2006. Nah, man. That was my junior year in high school, dog. Oh. Him and 50 Cent dropped their albums on the same day, man. And mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that, bro. That was graduation. You know. Things have changed, man. Oh, yeah. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's putting it lightly. <laughs> That's putting it lightly. Um, Illmatic from Nas. Oh yeah, I mean that 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 goes without saying, man. I mean that's that's most definitely a classic. I can't even say like I wouldn't even put Illmatic in the category of being a personal classic. Like Illmatic is one of the greatest rap albums ever released, man. Oh, I would agree. Shoot. That's, <clears throat> that, that, that definitely started a lot of stuff. You know, um, we can get into some hip-hop talk on, on a later episode here. My final question, just to kind of wrap up some of this classic conversation here, bro. Because mm -hmm. I have, and I'm, I, and I'm glad that we kind of did the spinoff of another list with D. Smith here. And we'll we'll revisit this as well because this is unlimited. The the number of personal mm -hmm. classics that you can get into is unlimited. But I want to ask you this here, and we didn't yeah. even talk about comic books, but we can we oh, can. Oh, oh, I, I didn't I didn't want to go on for for forever, bro. So that's why. Yeah, I, yeah. I got you. I got you. Mm -hmm. But like, in your opinion, is there kind of a is there, is there a number of years or a set amount of time that you feel something needs to have in order to be assessed and viewed as a classic? Yes. Or, okay. All right. All right. Well, well, and then I'll I ask you my follow-up question after you kind of say what you got to say there. Okay. Uh, I, I, that, that question, <clears throat> I have in two little splits. Mm -hmm. um, first off, I think 10 years need to p pass before you start v looking at things as classics. 10 years need to pass, so it takes time for <clears throat> it to soak, to marinate, for people to critique or feel a certain way about it. Because, mm -hmm. you know, looking in a, in, a, in a moment is nice, but you're going to see what it stacks up over time as far as your views, what you think of it how good it really was then and now. You know, those type of things versus you just going, it's a, cl it's a, it's a classic. It's a okay. classic. Now, sometimes, though, I can see when someone, especially with a song, when you listen to it and you go, that's a future classic. I could feel someone's opinion for a quick second, but saying that over and over again can get daunting and annoying, especially when we don't know what it's going to do over time. 
Plus, okay. I think 10 years is long enough for a generation to pass. So someone that hasn't been alive or around or even like barely just being born can view that and see if it stacks up. I know that, you know, generational differences make, make you know, a difference. But sometimes some stuff just hits for people and, you know, it, that's how you know if you really stand up if someone younger listens to it and views it as a classic. Okay. So I don't disagree with you on that. Mm-hmm. But I think in this, in this era of everything being connected all at once, 10 years is almost asking too much out of... You, you think so? I think so. And unfairly. Okay. The only mm-hmm. reason... Because I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. I think, I think 10 years is enough time to determine whether or not something has aged well or if it hasn't. But mm-hmm. in this current era, and, and shame on me because, you know, I'm on... I, I, I open up my Twitter account every day, and I really wish that I could stop doing that shit. And I'm gonna try to get better at that. But I see mm-hmm. this, I see this just about every day. Just about every day, something that we already knew existed becomes brand new on Twitter because there's always gonna be a group of people that either didn't know about something or forgot something existed because they moved on from it so quickly. You exactly. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like not for nothing, but Drake just released the album on Thursday. <laughs> mm-hmm. On on Thursday, literally <laughs> on Thursday, right? Today's Sunday. Right. He released the album seventy two hours ago. Mm-hmm. Before that album dropped, motherfuckers were saying this is going to be a classic before it drops. How is that possible? And now seventy two hours later, you know the timeline. Or at least the timeline that I'm on is cooking that album, saying that that shit is trash, right? <laughs> so, you know, like, mm-hmm. not for nothing, and I hate to make it sound like this, but, like, when J. Cole's album dropped last April, that was the album of the year for a week. For one week, J. Cole had the album of the year. And then the week after that, he didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, it, it's funny that you say that because I can, I still remember when that started first becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was, it, it's when I first moved here in 2008. I want to okay. say Little Wayne, Little Wayne's album had dropped. Fuck. Uh, 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 I'm flaking on. It, it was some album that had dropped, dropped. And someone had said that it was only like a week old. Somebody had said it was a classic <clears throat> <laughs> already. Okay. And then somebody a week later, when another album dropped, caught somebody listening to the same that Lil Wayne album and said that that it was old news. Well, well this only is a week difference. later. Well, well, this is what I'm gonna say though. This is the difference though. 2008, that was the Carter Three, right? Okay. Yeah. And uh, this is this is what the difference is right here and and i don't want to get too heavy into the music right now because i was just mm-hmm. using that as an example but yeah 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 but in, in 2008 the carter three dropped and lil wayne shipped one million physical copies within a week 
Mm-hmm. Within a week, a million people bought the Carter Three album. Physically, CDs went to the store and purchased one million copies of the album. So, by that token, because that is something that only a handful of people did in an era where you actually had to go buy music physically in order to listen to it, yes, that album was a classic. Even if I think. There are better Lil Wayne albums because I'm not really a fan of the Carter 3. I'm not. <laughs> I think the Carter 2 and the Carter 1 and some of his mixtapes are actually better than the Carter 3. But based off of what it was that he did with that album, yes, it's a classic, right? Because you got to put it in that rarefied air of doing things that only a few people ever did, right? <laughs> Whether the music has aged you know, well or not, is secondary to the fact that it made history when it came out. So that goes into a different category, right? But back to what you were saying, though, I think 10 years is asking too much from the general consumer and the habits that we have now of enjoying something in the moment and then forgetting about it later on. It's too much to ask for people to do that in 10 years because, again, motherfuckers will forget something that happened last year. J. Cole, I still did, I never listened to the J. Cole album last year. Kendrick Lamar, his album dropped, was it at the end of April or the end of May or the middle of yeah, May? Mid- middle of May, I want to say. So that album isn't even 30 days old yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> right, right. That album hasn't turned one month yet, but you'll see certain circles on Twitter asking, hey, man, y'all still listening to that right now? <laughs> and, that, and that's what I was, yeah, that's what I was getting at. Right. It's like, they, 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 they just consume stuff and move on. It's like, there's no time to process. Right. But, but well, my question back at you is, how, yeah. uh, what, what is the, what, is, what do you think is a, the grace period now for how long we view things in classics. I hate to say, oh man, I don't want to shorten it by too much, but I think five, two to five, three, three to five years is probably the new statue of limitations on determining. Damn. Yeah, and I know, but I think three to yeah, five years I agree. is the new statue of limitations to determine if something is a classic or if it's not a classic in my personal opinion and that goes movies tv shows everything music everything because that is really the new kind of kind of kind of tipping point there i mean um let's let's think about this here let's let's think about this uh jay-z's last album was 444 and that came out in the summer of 2017. I don't mm-hmm. know that I would say 444 is a classic. I don't think I would say that, even though I enjoyed it. And a lot of what Jay-Z was saying on that album was, you know, it was, it was cool. But I, I don't know if I can say that's a classic. But on the, mm-hmm. on the flip side to that, you know, Nas put out King's Disease 1 in 2020 and then king's disease 2 
and then put out Magic all in 2021. And those projects, in my opinion, are among some of the best music that he's ever made. Would I be wrong to say that that's a classic the same way that Stillmatic and Illmatic are classics and it was written? Like, would I be wrong to say that? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. Like, at the end of the day, it's still going to be subjective, but I would look fucking crazy to jump out of the window and say that a year later, King's Disease 2 is a classic album. Like, I would never do that, though. Right? Right. <laughs> so, I think the new statue of limitations is three to five years. But if you if you get on Twitter and, 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 and look at some of these circles, everything is a classic. You know what I mean? Like, like Yeezus. Uh, Yeezus, which is an album that I've never listened to, came out. It's already been 10 years since that album came out. And there's people that will say that Yeezus is the best Kanye West album that he's ever released. I know that's not true, but I still haven't listened to that album yet. So it, it's subjective, but I think... I think three to five years is the new statue of limitations, man. You, but well, I'll say this, though. I think you know it when you see it. You know when you've mm-hmm. seen something, when, when you've seen something that you've never seen before. You know it when you see it. You know when you've witnessed something that is going to be a landmark or a benchmark or have an impact on things to come. You know, exactly. Donovan... Or- my bad. Go ahead. Oh, I was I was just going to piggyback off what you said. <laughs> or you know when something is going to be aged like a fine wine yes. later on, right? And 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 know when something is still going to be hidden after the fact. And and on the flip side to that, you know when something is meant to be trendy or mm-hmm. meant to just yeah. be something for the moment. You you know that as well. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know it when you see it. Like there are plenty of movies that I think are classics because I feel that they age well. There's a movie that came out this year, Everything or Everyone Everywhere All at Once. I believe mm-hmm. is the name of the movie. Donovan oh, told, Donovan told me that that movie is a classic. I still haven't seen it yet. I need to see it, but I have a feeling that when I see it, I'm going to know what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Exactly. It still comes down to the viewer or the listener, but for the most part, you know it when you see it, man. And um, yeah, yeah. With, with video games, you know it when you play it. Like I yep. know that, for example, <laughs> I know that the first God of War on PS2 is a classic, right? Oh, mm-hmm. but I never played that game. I didn't play that game in 2005 when it came out. I didn't play the first God of War until 2007 when I was over at my homeboy James' house after we got out of school one day. We was just kicking it at his crib and he turned on the PlayStation 2 and was playing God of War. That was a whole (laughs) two years after that game already had gotten the critical acclaim that it got. But I I knew that when I seen him playing it, and when it was like, here, Cole, you know what I mean? Let's see what you got on the on the controller real quick. And when I put the controller in my hand and was controlling Kratos, doing whatever I was doing, I knew that I'd never played anything like that before. 
Mm-hmm. And that was it right there. Boom. Off to the races. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro. But <laughs> this was a very interesting conversation here, man. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> very, very interesting conversation, bro. But, yeah, man. I Yeah. I, I don't know if I answered your question or not because we went off on a tangent. But you'd be surprised what... Wait, I was answering... I was about to say, I was answering more your question about classics, and then we went on a tangent. Well, well no, nah, like, because you, you'd be surprised what, what people consider to be classics, but I think, and it's crazy because we've had to use that word like a hundred times today, but I do feel that that's a word that is overused, and it's one of those buzzwords now in the algorithm that just gets kind of kind of bandied about and and overused. I don't think that people have the right the same way that people use the term goat. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I never understood that, how that's gotten played out. And, oh yeah, and that's gotten seriously played out and like eye rollingly bad. I I've like I think I was watching some something and they were selling a they had they, I think it was DoorDash or something had this thing about the goat. Get the dope <clears throat> package or something like that. I was just, I was just like eye rolling, right? And and I, I agree with you on that. And this is the thing that always kind of bothered me about it. Okay, <laughs> is there a difference between being the goat and being a goat? Because I never thought that there could be more than one. Exactly. For for each subject. I always one. thought, uh, and that kind of waters everything down a little bit. I always thought there could only be one. I mm-hmm. never knew that a person could be a goat, a greatest of all time. No, I always thought that there was the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. But, you know, now it's like, hey, man, you know. This is my favorite rapper, so he's a goat. He's my, my favorite basketball player is a goat. No, like, okay, if if you want to do a list of who's the greatest, that's okay. But there's mm-hmm. still gonna be a number one at the top of that list. And the number one at the top of the list is the goat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think it's a participation trophy at this point, man. Labeling something oh, as the goat. Yes. It's a participation trophy now, and it kind of, I think people use that to get out of having some uncomfortable conversations sometimes, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you want, if somebody wants Drake to be better than Michael Jackson, in their mind, they'll just say that Michael Jackson and and, 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 and Drake are both GOATs. <laughs> okay. To avoid yeah. having an uncomfortable conversation, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that I agree with you. That is a little bit overused. I try not to. I try not to assess things in that view. If, if I like something, I'll say it's one of the greatest ever, but not the greatest ever, because there can only be one greatest ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There can only be one, man. But. Yeah, dog. That's on the Highlander shit right there. But, but, but yeah. yeah, my bad, brother. But back to back to what we were saying here. I I think 
we got to be a little bit more patient when assessing something that's a classic because if we put everything in that category, we're going to look back on a lot of shit and be like, damn, man, like, I mean, we was kind of tripping there. Like, Avatar Avatar is not a classic. Oh, thank you. Thank you for saying it. And I agree. It's CGI dog shit. Uh, well, hey, look, hey, all right, cool. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I've yet to meet anybody that says that's one of their favorite movies ever. I've yet to meet anybody. Uh, ooh, that says I have, but but then again, that was when it came out. So I'm pretty sure the statues <clears throat> have changed since then. I don't know, bro. I I never. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know, bro. Like that, yeah, man. I, I, I can't. I mean, oh man. Let me just throw. See, let me, all right. Let, can I get in? The, all right. Let, let me. Go, let me just talk go. about one. Let me talk about one video game. Just one go. game, bro. That I do think is a classic. Mass Effect Two, man. Oh, Mass nice Effect. Nice one. Mass Effect 2. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I got a quick story here. Like, I worked at Walgreens after I graduated high school. And I remember, like, the magazine section. I remember the Xbox magazine, PlayStation magazine, all of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a PlayStation 3. And, you know what I mean? As a, as a, as a teenager, I didn't fucking sleep. I used to stay up all night. I remember mm-hmm. watching Adult Swim, and it was like one, two in the morning, whatever. And they show like, an extended trailer for Mass Effect Two, the extended cinematic trailer, like a minute and a half, two minute trailer on Adult Swim. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this was the first game that I ever saw that made me wish that I had an Xbox 360. Even though I had a PlayStation 3. I never played the first Mass Effect. But I looked at the trailer. And it looked like a fucking movie. It looked like. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it caught my attention. The same way that some of these other things. Catch my attention. To where it's like damn. I really want to know what that's about right there. I've seen this. On the cover of the Xbox magazine. Whatever. And then. A couple years later. They release the remastered edition or whatever on PS3, and it's like, boom, I got to go get that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not even an RPG kind of guy. I'm not. No, no, neither was mine. Neither, neither was I, and I, bought, and I got it too. <laughs> yep. I'm not really even like a, a science fiction, you know what I mean, kind of guy. That person. Mm-hmm. But there was something about that game that drew me in there to where I like I didn't pick up my phone when I played Mass Effect 2. Didn't pick up my phone, bro. If somebody called me on my phone, I didn't pick it up. <laughs> if I had to pick up Damn. the phone, I, paused <laughs> I would pause the game because I didn't want to miss anything involved. I didn't want to make a bad choice. I didn't want to do anything that was going to interfere with the way that the storyline that I was playing out was going to end up going. I restarted Mass Effect 2 three different times before I finally beat that game, bro. 
From the beginning? From the beginning. Dang, how many bad... Wait, uh, why, if you don't mind me asking? I don't know. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't hey, know. I, 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 will, I will tell you a quick funny story. Um, yeah. When it, got, when it got to the end, I was so unprepared. And mm-hmm. you're supposed to get shields to protect your ship. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I was dumb enough not to get shield, shields. And my whole party practically died. On the oh, way yeah. there, yeah, yeah, you fucked up, then. You <laughs> fucked up. No, that, that, for the first time, for the first, I got it right the second time, but dang, that that first time around. <laughs> well, <laughs> see, and that's part of the reason why I ended up restarting so many times because I was shook. I was shook, bro. Like I was thinking, like, damn, man, I'm about to, I'm, I'm about to get everybody on my crew. I'm about to get everybody on my crew marked out, man. Let me just go oh. ahead and start. This. Let me just go ahead. That's why. Okay. I I I only had I only had that happen twice. Yeah. Only had that happen twice, and I did the same thing. I restarted my my. I got I panicked twice, and I restarted my Xbox. I just turned it off and said, "Nope." Yep. Right. Like, let me just restart this motherfucker right now. Like the suicide mission at the end of the game, man. Like, Mm -hmm. I enjoyed playing through it so much that. I had to make sure I saved before I started it because I was like, man, I'm gonna have to, I'm I'm gonna want to go back and play through this again, man. Let me go ahead and just get killed real quick mm-hmm. and then start this over again just to see how this. You know what I mean, because I don't want this to end right here. Yeah. Mass Effect Two is a personal classic for me, dog. Like I don't care about Mass Effect Three. I don't care about what came after it. Like. Between wanting to get an Xbox and getting released on PS3 and then having a whole year. It took me a whole year to finish that game, but I didn't feel like any of my time got wasted, bro, at all. Mm-hmm. That was, that's what's up. <clears throat> yeah, man. Real talk, bro. But I just had to throw that out there real quick, man. But this was an interesting conversation, man. And... um. I think we're going to revisit this one, man. I think I'd be interested to hear what Donovan has to say about this. Um, any any closing thoughts that you got on this here, bro? Nah, nah, nah. It's always a pleasure doing it, and I can't wait to do it again. Next time, I'm yeah. going to have to come a little bit more prepared, especially on the music. Nah, bro, it, it, it's, it's better... It's better when it's off of the dome, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah but like I'm, I'm like flaking on, on stuff. I'm like... It's like, I know something, but it's not coming to me. <laughs>